0: This episode of Another Zelda Podcast, David takes a little bit of time to reflect on Season 3. Hello and welcome to Another Zelda Podcast. I am David Geisler and I am going to be your host tonight. I'm going to be the only person talking on this very special episode of another Zelda podcast. I'm just, I'm just joking around. I, um, uh, this is this is the season finale of season three. Uh, we had plans to have the season finale be some other things, and um, we're already about five episodes recorded into recording season four. And I was talking to Celeste, my co-producer for season four. Um, that I really didn't want to just leave season three hanging open ended. I didn't want our final episode to be the uh, Easter eggs episode from about a month or two ago. A month or two ago, can you believe it? That's how rough this uh, COVID stuff has been. Um, so I, I told Celeste, I said, you know, I think I still want to record something. I, I did the special. This has been a weird season, season three, and I did the special, me- special, special message to you. At the beginning of season three, about a year ago, a little, maybe a little, maybe fourteen months ago, and um, what I'd like to do tonight is spend a little time with you, and I'm going to do a little bit of listener feedback. I want to talk about what it was like running season three, and um, how grateful I am for some of the things that we learned in season three and some of the people we met, and what that means for season four. And um, even be, because you, because all of our listeners have been so patient, and do you know what? I want to share something real quick. We're, you know, we run analytics on our episodes, and we, um, it was difficult to make this season, and it was difficult to have episodes come out on a regular basis this past year. And and all of you listeners, you you kept listening. You kept you would dig back into the archives. We would find we found that some of our older episodes they were still pinging the 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 listenership for another Zelda podcast did not dwindle coming through in season three and that's very touching to me. It, it really means a lot to me because nothing makes me more sad than not putting episodes out every two weeks um So anyway uh, I'm gonna jump into some listener feedback here and, then I'll kind of I'll move forward with with the rest of this episode. I also didn't want to make this just be like a special special message episode. Wow, I'm really getting tongue tied on the word special tonight. And um, I wanted this to be a full on episode. We're not really talking about Zelda stuff, but we're talking a little bit about another Zelda podcast stuff. So for now, though, I've got I have about oh I don't know six or seven listener feedbacks that I kind of want to go through, and then we'll start season four um, with a fresh batch. And uh, the first one here is from Paul Atk, who we hear from often, actually, which is pretty cool, over on our Hey Listen, Volume 3 episode. He said, Hey Dave, I beat the Southern Shrine boss in Link's Awakening Remake. I think you just have to hit it with the charge attacks. No need to jump around and get in, get on his back. Just hold down and get in the back. Just hold down on the sword button and release it when it gets close. You know, it's so funny, Paul, because I did speak about my difficulty with this mini-boss in the Link's Awakening Remake and, honestly, Link's Awakening, though I don't remember it ever being an issue in Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. And I remember playing Link's Awakening Remake, I was like, what is happening? Is this a new boss? Did they add some new AI to it? Or, or, or what was going on? And I spoke about that in our Hey and Volume 3, Episode 2, Celeste. And it was the funniest, the most funny thing, Paul. Literally, it was like the next day after Kate, uh, not Kate ooh, uh, Celeste and I recorded that episode, um, that I jump back into Link's Awakening. I thought, okay, okay, I'm really going to figure this out. I'm really going to figure this out. And I went in there, and I just kind of sword, 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 sword. And I got through it. And he he was defeated. And I thought, what the heck? I was trying to do like these all these clever jumps. I was trying to do all this stuff. No big deal. I basically had to make sure I wasn't on the ground when this character, you know, was one of these heavy characters. So he would jump, and the ground would shake, and Link would be paralyzed for a second when the jump would happen. And so, Paul, thank you very much. You're absolutely right. I guess it's mostly charge attacks. I think I used my sword... To my knowledge, it was just my sword, but I was probably charging up. But nothing fancy at all, and I got through it first try. So that was that's just how it works sometimes with Zelda games. I think Mallory and Ryan spoke to that a little bit in one of their boss episodes. Um, okay, over on on YouTube as well. Oh, this one goes way back. Favorite side quests in Breath of the Wild. This is Season 1, Episode 18. Jacob Wans, Wansleben Uh, said one of my favorite side quests in the game in Breath of the Wild, one of my favorite side quests in the game is the one where you eavesdrop on a couple, on a couple one night talking about their sick daughter. Giving her monster cake revi- revives her, but it turns out there's probably a demon possessing her or something because she only likes cake for s- only likes cake for some reason. Doesn't care about the calamity and talks in a strange manner. Jacob, yes, I enjoy that side quest as well. It's really cool how you find it. Um, you're just kind of walking around Terrytown. I think you have to build Terrytown first. And you're walking around one day and like one of the windows, the windowsill is just cracked open. And and what's interesting is if you go, if I remember correctly. Um, Jacob, if you walk into the house first or after, um, you can speak to the characters. You can, there's, you know, there's this man and this woman and the, and the sick child. They, and they, they kind of just kind of ask you, like, oh, what are you doing in here? You know, no big deal. They brush you off, so to speak. But if you go around the house and listen from the, from through the window, you get some really kind of dramatic, you get a dramatic scene that they're, they're really worried about their daughter. And then you learn that you have to make, I think, monster cake for her. And there's a series of ingredients that make that happen. Yeah, that's a great side quest. Uh, favorite side quest in Breath of the Wild. That episode was a real pleasure for me to record. That was a real early one. And um, Kate and I recorded it in Milwaukee. And I think... I think I had kind of... You know, I had, I had already beaten... beaten. I had already gone to Ganon in Breath of the Wild at that point. But I was also... I just finally almost spent about 200 hours in the game. Total over the course of a couple of years. And... um I was really having fun digging into some of the bigger side quests and finding Ganon's horse and all that kind of stuff. I still have not found Zelda's horse. I mean, I know where it is. We talked about it on the episode. I just haven't gone back in to to go look for it. But that's a great comment. And let's see here. Over on YouTube as well, Franco Peralta said, Fado, oh, this is to the Wind Waker episode, our Wind Waker episode, season one, episode 12, a very early episode. Fado is the previous wind sage. Makar is the new one. And they are Koroks, not Deku. Franco, actually, I, I threw this one in here because I remember this coming by a while back. And you're absolutely right. I think Kate and I often referred to the Koroks as Deku in that Wind Waker episode. Um, spiritually similar creatures, but not not true at all. I, th- I probably said Deku left, right, and center, honestly, on that episode. And Makar is the new one. Um, you're absolutely right. I, lo- I, I enjoy when our fans help us remember certain things about Zelda. Over on YouTube, on Music of Ocarina of Time, Farak Spin said, It is almost like Nintendo listened to you. What? And then made the Skyward Sword HD with the right stick for a sword. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Episode 23 of season one. This is back in like 2018. Kate and I were talking about Skyward Sword. And I was saying how much I love the game, but how frustrating it is to... um, Not necessarily the motion controls. I'm not against motion controls. But the fact that you had to continue to reset that center point, because I think the Mo- Wii Motion Plus used a version of a gyroscope to know where you were pointing, and you might remember you had to push digital down, if I remember correctly, um, on the Wii mode to like recenter your cursor. And I was found myself doing it constantly, and, um, and that was like really, really sad and frustrating. But anyway, I think I was kind of saying like, oh, it'd be nice if there were controller con- mappings. And maybe we talked about... I don't even know if we talked about like an HD. We might have. That was a long time ago, that episode. But anyway, at the time, I thought, well, maybe just maybe you could take the up and down sword motions and the sideways sword motions and the slanty sword motions. And I guess you could map that to the right analog stick on a controller. I was thinking at the time because I remembered that um, Skyward Sword's camera didn't use a right stick. Skyward Sword's camera, I think you kind of took the Wiimote and held Z button or something, or maybe it was C on the nunchuck and then you moved your Wiimote around and that's how you looked around in Skyward Sword. So so C wasn't used for the camera. The C stick wasn't used for the camera. And, And then of course, you know, now we all know now that Nintendo has announced Skyward Sword. As of this recording, it's coming out in pretty quickly here, pretty soon. And they sure enough talked about the analog stick. So I'm glad that Nintendo and I were on the same page there. But honestly, it does seem kind of like an obvious choice, doesn't it? All right, let's see. I think we're going to move on to... What is this? I think this is over on Instagram. This is a message on Instagram. Vincent Urquhart says, Hi, guys. My name is Johnny. And gotta say, love the pod. Deep friend of the pod. You guys got me to play Twilight Princess, which I find so hard. I love Link to the Past, but you guys praise Twilight so much that I'm retrying it with my boyfriend. I have just finished The Goron Mines. It took forever. Thank you for taking the time to read and so excited for the Skyward Sword remaster and hope you guys are too. Also, if you guys haven't done one, I think a theory episode might be cool. Yeah, um... Kate and I have spoken about doing like a theories episode. Even Celeste is actually pretty excited about doing a theories episode. Um, just hidden things. I don't want to get into... I don't think I want to act... You know, here's the thing. Um, it's easy to create a lot of headcanon around Zelda stuff. And I think that's really, really fun. But for the most part, I try to just go with the canon that's given to us and, um, and leave it at that. Um... So but I think like a theory episode would be cool because it's it's very clear that the programmers of the Zelda games the creators will embed teeny tiny little not even easter eggs but teeny tiny little bits of dialogue that that speak to larger storylines and that that are not expressed in the game any more than just these little references and um I think that'd be super cool. I think a theories episode. And then also yeah yeah Skyward Sword Skyward Sword remaster. Um I'm excited for it too. I can't wait to play it. I think we're going to have to do a Skyward Sword review episode in season four what's also interesting is um Dan McCoy uh, who you all know from some episodes on uh, I think most recently he was on the Halo in volume two episode episode four for season three he has not played many Zelda games yet he's kind of a new Zelda fan and he's told me that absolutely he wants to play the Skyward Sword HD release on his Switch And I'm going to, too, because I'm I'm really in the mood to play Skyward Sword again. And I don't know if Kate is as interested, but, um, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's see. Moving on. Over on iTunes, we have a review here from Confident Emu 17. Amazing podcast. And Confident Emu 17 says, I found this podcast while looking for Zelda music. Let me move my notes here real quick. I found this podcast while looking... Uh, for Zelda music, and now I'm hooked. David and Kate are great together, and the expanding AZP family is amazing. I especially like the episodes with Dan and Lizzie. My favorite episode is probably session season one, episode four, Link's Loves, although I also loved, excuse me, princess. <laughs> I have listened to every episode at least three times, and I am eagerly awaiting new episodes. Greenheart, 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 this podcast, Love from Chicago, Confident Emu seventeen, um, that's great. Hopefully you went to the video game summit. I'm recording this before the video game summit, but the video game summit is is here in Chicago, and we're gonna have a booth at it, and it's gonna be episode four or five in season four. Um, you know, it's it is interesting because as I record this, I'm recording this on uh, back in early July. I think our listeners are hearing this in mid July, but the you know, it's interesting. We, my my girlfriend and I, finally went out to dinner to like a to, to a nice, a fancy dinner last weekend, and it was the first time we had done that in almost a year and a half, certainly a year. And it was it was weird. We're finally kind of the world is coming back, and it's it's a it's a good feeling. It is. I mean, I think there's still some things about COVID that we have to take pretty seriously, but it is nice to kind of feel like our lives are slowly coming back into place. And with that, for me, is the eventual meetups at least in chicago for azp and um you know video game summit kind of is that for us a little bit we have a pretty big booth this year and you know what i think this might be coming out right around the time we're actually recording but anyway i digress thank you so much confident emu 17 please pay attention to i don't know our website because when we start doing actual meetups and maybe we can do like live uh quiz episodes at these meetups as i've said in the past it would be fun to meet you Confident Emu seventeen favorite episode. Oh, and then oh episode four. Link's loves a lot of people like Link's loves. Um, that was a that was Kate's idea. That episode. It was before we even recorded our first episode. We were kind of putting together what our first six or seven episodes might be, and she said, "You know, there's all these characters that kind of crush on Link in Zelda games. It's almost it's almost ridiculous. We should talk about it." And then actually, um, we had a follow up episode in season two. Was it towards the end of season two? It must have been. It had to have been. And that was Ladies of the Legend. And um, that was also Kate's idea. And She wanted to speak a little bit more about... She felt she loved the the Lynx Loves episode. But at the same time, it doesn't exactly pass the, what is it, Bechdel test there? I mean, in in some ways, we're almost making fun of that fact in some Zelda games, especially the earlier ones. But she said, you know what? I want to revisit that topic. But this time, I want to talk about... um, all the ladies that are in Zelda games that are super cool. And so then if, you're, if you enjoyed Link's Loves, perhaps you'd also enjoy Ladies of the Legend, but perhaps Confident Emu 17, you've already listened to that episode. All right, I'm going to keep on moving. Let's see here. Uh, oh, post-COVID hype. Wow, this listener feedback is really lining up well <laughs> in this episode. Um, Zelda for Life 08 said uh, over on iTunes, post-COVID hype. I really love the pod so far and i am really looking forward to how season four is going to work with a season three in person i have just turned my dog just barked i have just turned 13 and i'm hoping to convince my parents to let me join your patreon page i have been listening since the middle of season one i really love the hey listen and the quiz vi- videos and i am looking forward for them being live and in person i only have a switch But I have all of the Zelda games on Switch, including the original, Zelda 2, and A Link to the Past, but my favorite one is Breath of the Wild, although I am having trouble with the Master Sword Trials. Oof, yeah, you and me both. Love the pod and hope you keep it going for a while, longer. Love from Indiana, another individual who's fairly close. Uh, Another three hearts, three green hearts. I've sometimes said, like, for me, the green heart emoji is kind of a secret Zelda. It means Zelda love, because it's green uh thank you so much zelda for life 8 <laughs> you that is very charming that you um would like to be a part of our patreon page um <laughs> yes um yeah i wonder i wonder anyways um Super cool, but the, the best way that you can support the show, thank you so much, is just by listening and giving us a review like you did on iTunes. It really helps a lot of people find the show, and I'm just really happy that you have been listening since season one, that you've stuck with us. I'm looking forward to season four as well. I'm going to talk about season four a little bit later in this episode, and that's that's actually really charming. Zelda for Life 08, 13 years old. I wish, I wish we could do like a kid's... Kid Patreon program or something. I don't, I don't know if there's a way, but anyways, I'll think about that. All right, uh, Zelda for Life 08, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to go and do two more here. Bridget Danashi over at Instagram said, Hey, I've recently gotten into your podcast because I love Zelda, all caps, but I'm kind of a weird Zelda fan getting into it over the pandemic and only played Breath of the Wild, but watching people playing all the other games on YouTube and such. As a new fan, I've been listening to the other episodes randomly, just picking what topics I'm in the mood for, lol. I wanted to know your take on the new release of Skyward Sword on Switch, since I know you guys want to like it so bad. Keep up the great work. <laughs> okay, thanks, Bridget. I, I, uh, You know, it's interesting with this listener feedback. I do try to keep the episodes fairly evergreen so that people can listen to any episode anytime they want, which obviously Bridget's done too. So even an episode we recorded in 2018 is still listenable, listenable, that's not a word, but you know, relevant or whatever able you people can listen to it and it's not dated too much. But um, regarding some of this listener feedback and the Skyward Sword remake, I guess I've spoken to this already in this episode. But personally, I'm excited. Personally, all the things that were difficult for me for Skyward Sword the first time around the motion controls and the uh, the these at times very, very low resolution um, imagery. A lot of that's being fixed here with the HD remake. It's not even a remake. It really is just HD. Because so I think they just put a couple extra. I think it's running at a higher frame rate, and I think they do. I think they kind of dialed back on the blurry water painting look that happens in the Wii version. At first, I thought that water painting filter basically was super cool. I thought, oh, what a brilliant way to do. Um, you know how like old Nintendo sixty four games would have a ton of fog, and it's really that the the polygons are fading out so that they can't they don't have to render as far or um you know Breath of the Wild does this uh in the distance there'll be a smaller polygon count for mountains and maybe entire trees and bushes aren't even rendered in the distance i certainly know that like the shadows of trees are only rendered at a certain distance from link in breath of the wild and they do that so that that they can draw these the illusion of drawing farther can happen and less pixels are being processed less polygons rather and I kind of thought that Skyward Sword was really brilliant that they decided to, instead of just have everything be really foggy, they thought, well, if we, if we render less pixels, but we put this kind of blurry painterly filter on things that are in the distance instead of just blurring them, it's an interesting choice. And I thought that was super cool. In fact, I think screenshots of Skyward Sword on the Wii look gorgeous. But once in a while, when you're really swinging the camera around or you're moving around and things in the distance start to almost sparkle... It can be a little... I don't know. It'd make my eyes water a little bit. But that's just a personal thing. So I'm very excited about the Skyward Sword remake. Bridget Danashi, thank you for sending us a message over on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at another Zelda podcast, of course. Last, last one. Here we go. I think I grabbed this one today. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, back in June. Oh, Oh, this is Confident Emu 17. Oh, confident emu 17. I'm so glad that you're you're speaking to us again. The Lynx loves episodes. Actually, I'm noticing here that Confident Emu 17 said that they especially like the Dan and Lizzie episodes. Yeah, it was really nice having Lizzie around. Lizzie's moved on. She's literally moved uh to a different part of the I don't know exactly what's happened, but but she was absolutely a friend and she was the she was one of the people that really got us started with doing the blogs and all of that. And um we still consider her a friend, and I think her husband runs a podcast when the name escapes me but I certainly wish him well as well and she was a great help at the video game summit two years ago when we were there and Kate was there and when we met Celeste Roberts so there that is listener feedback let me close this up I wanted to talk a little bit about what it was like doing season three and I've, I've said a lot of this on Patreon I, you know every I, when we do the wallpapers and stuff I send out messages little videos and stuff to the Patreon uh, people. And, uh, but I don't think I've said it too much, I guess, like publicly or just on the main feed, but, um, it was, you know, I think most of, you know, that season two ended, uh, around Christmas time back in 2019, 2020, 2019, two Decembers ago. Two Decembers ago. Yeah. 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 About a year and a half ago. Right. Okay. And typically, when Kate and I started designing the show, we thought, okay, we'll do 24 episodes a season or 26 sometimes, but 24 episodes a season, have them come out every other episode, and um, we'll record them in batches. So I don't know if people know this or not, but we we used to, at least in season one and season two, I would drive from Chicago to Milwaukee, meet up with Kate, and we would record three episodes in a day. We'd record one episode, two episodes, we'd have like a little lunch break, record a third. I'd get there at 9 or 10 in the morning and somewhere around 3 or 4. I'd head out and drive back to Chicago, uh, the very, very beginning of another podcast. I wasn't even living in Chicago yet. I was actually in, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin for a few of those early episodes. But anyway, for the most part, that's how season one and season two went. And, um, we were just putting together season three and I had just moved into a new apartment in Chicago. Kate and I had recorded a little bit from that apartment because she did join us. You know what? I'm starting. It's starting to come back to me now. The end of season two, I was still in that new apartment because Kate joined us at the Video Game Summit two years ago, at the most recent Video Game Summit, because, of course, one year ago, they couldn't have it because of COVID. And, um, boy, this is a very... I guess this episode of all episodes is kind of timely. It's not really a... Um, it's very relevant to when it's being recorded, I suppose. But that's okay. Um, you know, on a side note, it's... I guess I'll speak to this in a second, but uh, the keeping the format of the show a certain way, roughly two people talking about weird little Zelda things, be it a top 10 episode or a favorites episode or a deep dive or a review episode. Really what I try to do is try I try not to have too many voices on the show. Sometimes we'll go up to four voices, but I really think two voices is nice in actual conversation. Sometimes you can go up to three or four. Okay. Like I said, but, um, the idea that it's just two friends sitting at a table talking is important to me. And Kate had Kate, Kate and I are friends, and we had such good chemistry. I really I'm saying that as in like I'm grateful for what Kate brought to the table back in season one and season two. She she would I'd been podcasting for like 10 years before another Zelda podcast. I did some other shows. Show called Technophiles Podcast. I did a show called 716 Fine Art Podcast, blah, blah, blah. I've been doing it for a while. But when I got on another Zelda podcast with her, she brought something new to the table. And she <laughs> would keep me on my toes. She would surprise me. She would make me laugh. And it. that's when, for me, even for me, I've always loved doing podcasting, making podcasts, doing the, the craft or whatever. But um, that's when it really clicked for me. That's when I really loved... Like you'd go and you'd love to record. There were times where recording three episodes in a day got a little long. Um, but but boy, boy, that was nice. So anyway, um boy, i got you got me thinking. You got me guys, you guys had me thinking. This is so anyway, so this episode of me being alone here is 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 a little odd. I feel like I'm just monologuing. But um, and also one thing I noticed is that it's difficult to take water uh sip breaks when you're the only one talking. So I'm gonna do that real quick. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> my throat was so dry. I've been talking for almost 30 minutes already. 30 minutes? What? Oh my gosh. Boy, oh boy. Well, anyway, um, so Kate and I were trying we're trying to put together season three, and it was becoming difficult. And then she had, as you all know from the from that message, that special message for season three, she had an illness in the family. And um we talked back and forth for a while and, and she said, I love the show, but I need to, I need to step back for now. And that it broke my heart for, for two, two reasons. It, it broke my heart for what Kate, what Kate was going through was, was tremendously sad. Um, you, no one wants their friends or, or anyone really to go through something like what she was going through. And then secondly, I just thought like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be driving to Milwaukee and hanging out with my friend and talking about Zelda for a while. So I thought about it for a day or two, and I was sad, and I was upset and trying to figure out, oh, you know, because we really were, the, the analytics were showing that Zelda, another Zelda podcast was really taken off at the end of season two there. Um, it's a little braggy, but it's not because of us. It's because of all of you listening, but we every, we only had one month out of the entire all of another zelda podcast since its inception back at the end of 2017 up through the end of season 2 every month we had more listeners there was one month like in between season 1 and 2 where we didn't have any new episodes come out cuz we were in between seasons and that one that one like plateaued but every other month we always had more listeners and that was just shocking i had never had a podcast that had that kind of analytics before and what it what was exciting about that is that it meant that people cared to listen and that was really touching because certainly Kate and I L- liked talking about this stuff. I think we'd be making this show if no one listened. And um I really didn't know what to do. So we had just kind of built up our blog team. Some of you might remember from the video game summit from two years ago in season two, it was our Water Temple, Water Dungeons episode. Celeste had had come Celeste had come on board. And actually in that episode, that was one of that was our only live episode so far, but it was myself, Kate, Lizzie, and Celeste. And before that water episode, Lizzie actually kind of got us started writing with the writing the blogs on the website, and I was very grateful. Um, but then her her job got more involved, and, and like I said, I think she moved, and um, she was she was less able. So then we kind of asked Celeste if Celeste could become the blog writer for or the blog editor for AZP and Celeste took it. And, and it was kind of cool at the Water Dungeon episode, because in some ways for me, I mean, I'm probably being a little dramatic about it all. But for me, it was like Lizzie and Celeste were able to be on one episode together. Lizzie was able to pass the torch to Celeste. And now since then, Celeste has taken it and just just it's exploded. She's she doesn't mind. We find we're finding people to contribute to our blogs like crazy. Celeste has put a whole schedule together. And so through all of season three, she was our blog editor. So anyway, though, we had a bunch of people that were writing for our, for our episodes. It was Shane Kelly, Ryan Kuhn, his wife, MJ Kuhn. I actually think I met MJ Kuhn first, and then we met Ryan as well. And then uh, Stephanie Kilmo- Klimov, I always say Klimov accidentally, Klimov came through, and, and Carlos Gomez, and then Andy Barney as well. We met Andy. Andy was a listener. Actually, a lot of these people would message us on listener feedback first, and then we'd find them, uh, Shane, Celeste. Both of the Coons, definitely Andy, maybe also Carlos, and maybe Steph as well. I think maybe every single person we've brought on board is because they've, like, tweeted us or something first. Well, that's kind of exciting. That's cool. Anyways, um, so I sent a message out to all of them, the kind of the uh, the rest of the team of Another Zelda Podcast, because all of a sudden we were a team. It wasn't just Kate and I, beginning season three. And I t- explained what was going on with Kate. And I asked them if I could rely on them to make season three. And I basically said, maybe I can come up, drive around the nation, come to each of you, because everybody lives all over the place. And we could record an episode or two each. And I think that gives me a season. And we'll have the blog writers sub in as uh, as our hosts, our guest hosts, our hosts for season three. And, and I think this will work because we were starting to have some guest episodes in season two. Um, there were some times when uh, Kate wouldn't be available or something. And so then I'd find a guest. And <laughs> like a really loud plane is flying over right now. Anyways, every single one of them sent the sweetest messages ever. They all texted back. Every single one of them texted back and said, absolutely, count us in. Um, you know, I think Carlos wasn't available. He was he was perhaps stationed somewhere. It was something that you couldn't really talk about. And, and, but he still contributed all of his blogs and everything, and it was really cool. But everybody else said, yeah, we're in, count us in, let's go for it. So to waste no time, I quickly spoke to Dan McCoy who lived in Chicago. Basically I reached out to the two people who live in Chicago first. It was Dan McCoy and Alyssa. And I said, we have zero, we're, we're, we have zero time. We're actually behind schedule already. Can I record an episode with you, Dan? Can I record an episode with you, Alyssa? And that came to be um, the favorite commercials episode was Dan. He came back in, honestly, like in a day's notice. I was like, can we record? And by the way, like tomorrow. And he he came up with the idea of the commercials. I thought that was great because we could watch them. And it gave me a, a little experiment. It was the only video we've ever done on YouTube where like you could see us talking. I do, do the I do throw a camera up for our Magical Sword people when we record. And, um, but that was the first time we had done one that was a little bit more like public. And then almost immediately I scheduled something with Alyssa and she came in and we did the, um, evolution of items episode. And I thought, okay, we're rolling, we're rolling. And then my girlfriend and I scheduled a trip up to Manitowoc to meet with Shane, Shane Kelly. And we drove up there. We stopped. We actually, this was really special. We stopped in Milwaukee on the way up from Chicago. You know what it was, is Manitowoc is, I don't know, maybe six hours from Chicago. And so we ended up, uh, my girlfriend and I found like an Airbnb in Milwaukee. So we got to Milwaukee and we met up with Kate and her husband that night just to just to see each other in person and just kind of spend some time together. That's the last time I saw Kate so far for now, um, in person. And then we drove up to Manitowoc and Shane was an amazing host. We recorded inside his home office. And we did the episode, Top 10 Non-Canonical Appearances by Link. That was his idea. I loved it. And um, and, Ginksy and I were driving back. And I think like as we were driving back, we were seeing posts on our phones, news posts on our phones about Chicago closing down for, for this thing called COVID. And I thought, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, what are we going to do? I'd already had some schedule. I had already had plans to go to. I had already spoken with the Coons about like, okay, we don't have a date set, but I'm coming to Detroit um, to see you. And anyway, uh, Celeste and I had talked, she's down in Louisiana and I thought, okay, it'll be a heck of a road trip, but here we go, I'll come down. And all of a sudden we were locked into the city. So <laughs> I designed this road, quote unquote, road trip season. And just like that, oh, that fell apart too. And so making season three was tremendously difficult. The next thing I did, I had Dan come back one more time because then we were so Dan and I worked together um, and we we shared the same space. So we considered we we were still we we were essential workers at the time and had to go into work during the pandemic. And so we were next to each other all day long. Uh, We worked in the same department. Actually, this is just kind of a fun fact, but at the time I had been promoted and I became his boss around this time. And so um, we would be in meetings and stuff like that. So we said, okay, we're in the same biological spot. If if you have it, I have it type of thing because we're around each other all day long, even though we were... Wearing masks and washing our hands and all that stuff. And I said, what if you come over? We'll do six feet, the whole thing. And at least we can do another Hey Listen episode or something. And that was Hey Listen Volume 2, Episode 4 for Season 3. And we were just winging it. Oh, my God. We were just scraping by every episode. Normally, I have a whole season planned out. And this Season 3 was just scrappy. So scrappy. We were just figuring things out as we went. Um, and so Dan came over. And we recorded our Hey Listen episode. It was beautiful. It was great. I was so pleased to have him be a part of it. And I, oh my gosh, I'm running out of people in Chicago. I'm running out of people that I can record with um, or even I didn't want to ask Alyssa back over. I didn't you know I, she had a kid and stuff like that. I didn't want to be transmitting anything back around or over. But anyway, um, so that's when we did our first ever kind of like online episode. The uh, the podcast lore party reached out to us. And said, oh, would you like to be on our show to talk about Zelda stuff? We want to talk about the Oracle of Ages games. And I said, sure. But while we're doing it, can we also record one for another Zelda podcast? Because because my season three has blown up. It's blown up, meaning that I have I am making this up as I go for season three. And so Lawrence Kelly and Neil Goli- Goliath came on. And they came on as guests for another Zelda podcast. And that was... um the first time we ever did like a skype episode for another zelda podcast and i've talked about this a hundred times at this point but i was trying really really hard to not do online episodes for another zelda podcast um we had to do it for there were some other six five shows going at the time and i know like the studio demands it guys they wanted to keep recording and they ended up doing some skype episodes and tc and uh james Brzelic brazelic they did a great T.C. DeWitt and James was like, they did a great job recording their episodes in studio demands it. But like you can hear just a little bit of a difference on those online episodes because there's just that little bit of delay and a little bit of like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you go. No, what? What did you go? And for me, I think there's just I think it's really great to have that technology so that some people can make podcasts and they can do interviews like like I had Lawrence and Neil on wherein which you maybe otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity But for Another Zelda podcast specifically, it's very important to me that it's people looking into each other's eyes, joking with each other, laughing, surprising each other. That's really, really important because that's the chemistry that Kate and I had. And to say that Kate and I had it, maybe that seems a little weird to say it that way. But that's like the chemistry I felt off of Kate when we would talk. Super cool. Cool. So we did so we did that top 10 antagonist. And then I was like, well, how do I do an online episode but have it not be a Skype episode? And that's when we came up, and this was the first gift that season three gave us. Um I came up with this idea. I was like, maybe we can do a quiz episode. And in this format where maybe I'd have some of the bloggers, I would make a quiz, I would make a quiz on Google forms, send it to them, they would record themselves answering the questions. And then I would get those files sent to me through Google Drive or something. And then I could record an episode and edit them all together and make it be like a little game show. And I was like, oh, this is so brilliant. Episode six for season three, because we were already like running out of ways to make this show. I was like, this is super cool. Because a quiz episode You know the fact that they're recording their own answers independently means they're not hearing each other's answers, which means that their answers are legitimate. You know they're they're authentic. Them getting something right or wrong. Um, If if Dan is the second person we hear from and Celeste was the first person to the answer of a question, they didn't Dan didn't hear Celeste, so that was a blast. And that was something that I never, I never posited that we'd ever do quiz episodes on another Zelda podcast ever. And now we've got three of them in the queue for season four, season four and season five, um, which is crazy. We're doing a live, we're doing a live quiz episode, our first ever live quiz episode at the Video Game Summit 2021. And we're going to have some special guests on that one. And then we're going to do this Patreon quiz episode. And then... um, we're putting together another quiz episode for I think well anyway I, I don't want, I don't want to get into it we're get, we're thinking about maybe bringing on like other Zelda podcasts uh, if they are interested in being guests on our show and doing like a quiz that way anyways um, let me get back on track here and then so we did the Zelda quiz and and it was it was awesome it was a ton of work it took five times as long to edit that episode and make that episode than an, a normal episode took but it was very cool and it opened up this whole new world of of what another zelda podcast what an episode of another zelda podcast could be because i was really worried i was like season three man these episodes style this format of just kate and i talking at a table this is gonna change these are i hope the audience continues to care about the show or is even interested in listening to it even if the format changes so much once in a while like a quiz episode and actually some people say the quiz episode is one of their favorites so that i think that's awesome so i'm, I'm so grateful that i had the support of the bloggers and the blog team which now they're basically like the co-host team and um, that we were able to try out this experiment with the quiz episode because now that's like that's like almost an easy piece staple and it's super cool. Then after that, then, then I was out of ideas again. I ran out of ideas again. I was like, how are we going to do this? And I reached out to, you know, when we did the quiz episode, Mallory and Ryan, they live together, they're married and they record they submitted their answers kind of as a couple. They recorded themselves at the same time. And around that time, Ryan and I were talking about a podcast that he wanted to create called "Brothers in law And I was all in. I said, let's go for it. And that's another story for another time. But he and Mike Newton, um, (laughs) no, Nelson? (laughs) I think I just said Mike's name wrong. Anyway, um, they were already making "Brothers in law And I had sent some microphones over to the Coons so they could record the show. And I thought, wait a second, they have microphones. They have six, five microphones at their house right now. Mallory and Ryan live in the same house. They were great on camera. They had good chemistry themselves. Maybe I could ask them to guest host an episode. And so I reached out to them. I said, "Could you? Would you guys be interested in recording your own episode? I'll do the intro. I'll do the listener feedback. But maybe um, my mic is falling. Maybe you guys could do your own episode as like, as guest hosts because at least they were still like in the same space together. And they they were up for it. They went for it, and it was super awesome. Then, um, um what happened next? Then we were given a little bit of a gift. And I think I was able to meet up things were, it was in between. So it was during, the, you know, we had our first COVID wave, and then things were going down. And then there was that crazy spike around the holidays all over the nation, but certainly here in Illinois. And while we were in that slump between the two waves, I think when a lot of people thought everything was over, I hope that's the case this time around, um, I was able to get together with Alyssa. And I said, are you comfortable coming over? And, and she said, I am, I am. And so I said, well, if you're going to come over, we're going to record two episodes and I'll, I'll space them out. And then at the same time, TC was in town for a job. He was directing a short film downtown. And so I had him stay at um, our condo here. And I said, OK, uh, could you do an episode with me? And let's see what else happened then. Then I also reached out back to Mallory and Ryan. I and said, would you guys be cool doing one more episode? And then finally, just like that, all of a sudden, towards the end of the summer, last summer, or I guess it was this. I guess it was fall, around fall. We were like grooving again. We were moving and grooving, and I had five episodes in the queue, and I was able to have them come out every two weeks. And we were like, we were back. It felt really good, and um, we did the Kakarico Village. That was Alyssa and I. And we moved on to Breath of the Wilds, which was the Ryan and Mallory uh, guest host episode again and they were both playing breath of the wild and they talked about how they were playing it in different ways i loved that episode and then top 10 bothersome baddies was the the other one that Alyssa and i recorded all in the same day and then that brought us to (laughs) spooky spots was interesting actually i just saw it on the list here spooky spots was a version of the quiz episode i thought well i want to do another quiz episode from a product from a as a producer i want to do another quiz episode from a production point of view but maybe not as a quiz. So I created like, now it was like a a quiz where you rank which areas were the scariest and it was lining up with our October episode. Yeah, this was the fall. And that's when we were able to bring Andy Barney in and um, he had already been writing for us. I love Andy's story. I think think he's doing some amazing things. He started listening to our podcast and he spoke about this on another podcast. But... um, he's told me that he was listening to us and he got very excited about our show and he kind of would tweet us a few times, but it inspired him to create his own YouTube show, his own YouTube show. And he's been doing these wonderful, um, pieces really. Uh, I don't I guess they're kind of, they're kind of reports. They're kind of like, you know, uh, um, like a person doing a, I don't know what the word is. I'm getting, I'm I'm at a loss for what the style is. Like it's, you know, these pieces where he he looks at a part of the Zelda games and dives into them. A little bit like what Zeltic does. Well, Zeldom is Andy. And I'm such a fan. I'm a fan of his channel. And just as a side note, now he's gone on to like, I mean, he's has he has tens of thousands of, of subscribers, if not more. And he's just started streaming recently. He's streaming spirit tracks. And he still commits, he still contributes to our blogs. I can't wait to get his voice on the show in season four. And that's super cool. So um, so anyway, so that we did Spooky Spots, and that was Andy's kind of debut to the show. Then I had my episode with TC. TC came in, and we did, well, excuse me, princess. And that was great. He came in. We recorded Excuse Me, Princess. Then he and I recorded The Legend of Zelda 3000 for his show, Studio Demands It, which is another 6.5 Media show. And I, even though that one's technically not an AZP um, episode, I loved doing that one. He and I basically... We're tasked with creating a new Zelda game in a, with a steampunk aesthetic. Aesthetic. So I almost imagine maybe like a Final Fantasy VII aesthetic, but, but a Legend of Zelda game. And I think what we came up with was pretty interesting. And I am going to plug it right now. If you haven't ever listened to The Legend of Zelda 3000 over at the Studio Demands It podcast, seek it out. I, I think there's a preview in our feed of like the first half of the episode. But boy, that was fun. But then just like that, I didn't have any more episodes for season 3. I thought oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We've we were we were back on track there for a month or two. Oh, it felt like the good old days for a month or two. And um um I reached out to Mallory and Ryan. I went to that well one more time and I said, "Please, please, please, can you do a third episode?" And they did Favorite Winter Wonderlands. It was wonderful. I also loved listening to that episode. And uh and then and then I was out, I I thought, well, I don't know what, then we were really in this top, we were in that high spike, like the December spike and all of that coming out of it, maybe even of COVID. And so I finally broke down and Celeste and I, so Celeste is a a co-producer for season four. And, you know, what's interesting about podcasts or at least the way Six Five makes podcasts is we prep these shows months in advance so, you know, you're talking about season four, six months before the audience actually hears season four. I have a show right now, Top 5 Nintendo. They've already given me four episodes, <laughs> and they don't even debut till August 11th, I think. Um, but it's just kind of how it works. So you get this stuff queued up, you make sure it's right, and then you get it out. And I really enjoy doing, uh, making media that way, doing business that way, and I think it's, it's cool. Okay, so... um Celeste and I had been having these weekly meetings every Thursday night over Skype or Google Hangouts, I think technically is what we used. And we were starting to get a, I guess you could say, quote unquote, chemistry over the camera or over the microphones, at least. We were learning how to talk to each other with the delays, with interrupting each other or not interrupting each other. And she, I kind of reached out to her and I said, okay, okay, okay. Let's do a third Hey Listen episode. Because it's it it was we we were starting to get to like months two months in between episodes it was bad, I, w- I did not fall into a depression I was still very excited about another Zelda podcast but if there was a, if there was a dark time, in the Another Zelda podcast timeline, it was uh, episodes thirteen through fifteen, of season three, and, um, so we got together and we did hey listen it was awesome it was it was great we it was great to talk with Celeste again, you know entertainment way not just like as a meeting. And then months went by again, and I said, okay, Celeste, I think we got to do another one. I, I'm running out. I'm running out of ideas. I'm running out of ways to make this show. Um, and so she said, well, why don't, you know, it's almost April. <laughs> Let's do favorite Easter eggs. I said, okay. And even that was now almost two months ago. And so now here I am talking to you at the end of season three, thanking you for your patience and thank you for you thanking you for listening to the show. I know some people have said they've gone back and listened to some of the older episodes. I... Uh, it's been challenging and difficult i mean maybe we could have spit out a bunch of i don't know i don't know there's a lot of different ways to make a show I'm, i um i just really thank you all for 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 your support really and um it was it was weird we were still getting reviews on itunes even though it was taking a while to have an episode come out and sometimes i'd get a tweet saying like can't wait for the next episode and it's just so encouraging and that's why i titled this episode what i did um because it's, it's a quote from chic and of course the second half of that is um i'm paraphrasing right now because i'm just doing it off the top of my head but it's a, it's something that grows with time um a friendship that builds something like that and i feel like even though season three was so stressful what it gave me personally was was newfound friendship with these blog writers newfound friendship with the listeners and um and and it, and and we're on to we're on to season four. We already have five season four episodes in the can right now as I'm recording this, which is great. And we absolutely have it scheduled to be every two weeks. We're going to be back on track. One little um, note about season four, and then I think I'm going to wrap this up because I think I've been talking for almost an hour. That's crazy. Um, uh, season so season four. We're back on track. Celeste and I have picked all the episodes. They might change here and there. In fact, I'm gonna bring that list up real quick while I sit here with you. Because I'd like to talk about some of them. But um, um, some of them have already been recorded. I have not recorded our season premiere yet. Because I I get a little like emotional when I talk about this or think about this. But let me just let me say it, let me say it in a very dramatic way. Um the season premiere of season four will require me to drive back to Milwaukee. And I couldn't be happier about that fact. And that topic is going to be nice and easy. We're just going to warm back up into things. And it's the topic is going to be favorite animals. Just favorite animals in the Zelda podcast, or in the Zelda universe. And I can't wait to see my old friend again. Super cool. Uh, and then we're going to move on. We have... Um, we have, we have one that I've already recorded with Dan called Top 10 Superfan Projects. It was just superfan things we found out in the internet. Um, I did a Favorite Couples episode with with my kind of newlywed cousin and her husband. They've actually been together for a couple of years, but they're still kind of living that newlywed lifestyle. And then... Um, We have our Video Game Summit episode that we'll we'll be recording in two weeks from now. We'll be streaming that one live, and then it'll come out, I think. It's right now I'm looking at the schedule here, and it looks like it's going to be episode four in season four. Um, And Then we have our Patreon Zelda quiz. Looks like that's going to end up being episode seven. We have Top Ten Beautiful Locations in here. I'm seeing a Hopeful Skyward Sword review, maybe Majora's Mask review. I don't know. Um, But I do know that what's going to happen in season four is... I'm going to keep all the friends that I've made here in season three. Even if I haven't seen any of them in person yet, all the blog writers that have been contributing to the website and contributing to some of these episodes, season four, season five, they will be the road trip seasons. Oh yeah. So season four is only going to be 12 episodes. The reason that is, is that season four will then bring us to December of 2021. And then what happens is we'll go back into season five is slated for 24 episodes um i do have a zelda we have a few we have a few episodes planned for season five already 2022 um oh god it just feels so good it just feels so good to kind of be back in it um oh i have a music of wind waker episode here for season four that'll be nice i wonder i wonder who i should do that with um anyways uh life after hyrule is one that celeste i think celeste and i might be recording in season four here it's on the docket and so uh season four will be 12 episodes long. It's gonna take us to December, and then that'll allow us to take our one-month break and just kick back into just like the old days, just like season one, just like season two, season five will bring us back full circle and but like with new friends and with new formats. I think these quiz episodes aren't going away. I am opened a little bit to I don't I don't know if I ever want to do interviews on another Zelda podcast. We did do an interview with um with uh heliocentric studios about their game rogue heroes but that was i just kind of put that out as a bonus episode but we'll see we'll see so i'm just really grateful i'm really grateful with what's happened for season four or three <laughs> season four because my head's already in season four thank you for letting me speak to you about what it was like making season three it was this very stressful and also weirdly rewarding year can't wait to go back to a Video Game Summit. I can't wait to, you know, I think obviously maybe we'll try Midwest Gaming Classic again. Maybe there's other. Um, I know Scott Clark from The Gaming Outsider. He was putting together a convention. He spoke to me about it a year or so ago. Anyways, I guess I'll end with um, I'll end with a big fat thank you. And um, actually, I'm going to talk about one thing. It's, it's a little pluggy, but it's kind of not. We are right now in the middle of... So as I record this here on July, July 3rd, tomorrow's 4th of July, um, I'm recording this on July 3rd, and when, um, I think in about two days, July 5th, we're going to release on Twitter and Facebook that we're doing a little, um, like, thank you raffle. I have, um, some of you might remember that last summer I recorded an episode on, you for YouTube only, where my nieces came into town and we unboxed. Um, the Breath of the Wild collector's kit, and then like a Zelda collector's kit. Well, we have acquired three more of the Breath of the Wild collector's kit boxes. They're they're fresh. They're still in their shrink wrap and everything. And we're going going to do like a um, like a raffle giveaway. Um, while we're in between season three being done here and season four starting, even though that's only going to be a couple weeks, because season four is gonna we're already like making season four, so it's going to be coming out very soon. But anyway. Um, So I guess this is just a nice little reminder that if you want to participate in that raffle, we're just asking people to tweet their favorite episode. That's it. And uh, there's a way to, like, submit that on our website. And um, I can't wait to draw the raffle and give these three Breath of the Wild boxes away. I've got them right here in the studio. I'm holding one right now. I'm going to show it to our patrons. There's three of them right here. And... um, you know everybody's asking me about merch like are we going to start doing merch and stuff like that and I think that's in time maybe we'll put that on the on the store but I really want to I really want to get back to our I just want to I just want to go go home metaphorically speaking and get back to our roots and just make a really good podcast. I think I think um I'm proud of what everybody did for season 3. I'm proud of how the blog writers and the rest of the AZP team came to support the season. And let's do it season four in a couple weeks so thank you so much and with that i'm gonna get going and um yeah yeah there it is okay bye